Welcome to another episode of Let's Chat Podcast, y'all. I am your host, Jojo. And I'm Zyra. Ooh. (laughs) And we're back. I feel like we haven't been together. I mean, we haven't been together. But we haven't done an episode together Mm -hmm. with just us two in a minute. Yeah. And it's crazy because the last... Hold on. I keep thinking it's three. I keep thinking it's more than what it was, but Mm -hmm. it wasn't. Um, The last two that we did previous to this episode was... Last Monday was with Kealo Hilani. Mm-hmm. Oh, you Ooh, like that? I fucked that up. I banged that out. Made she, it my She been practicing. <laughs> Actually, after we talked about it, like after we did it in the uh-huh. video, I was like, wow. I was mad gasped for what? It was. It's not that hard. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we did the last one Monday with her. So if you haven't watched that, go and mm-hmm. Check it watch out. episode 40, um, Queen of the Switch Up. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you thirsty ass. <laughs> <laughs> You thirsty Stop. ass done did it already because she was popping or whatever, but as you should. Yeah. And then the one before that, episode 39, we did with Lexi and Kristen, mm-hmm. which was just as juicy. And mm-hmm. I know y'all watch that one, but go ahead and watch it again. Mm-hmm. Who gives a fuck? Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a right. friend. Right. Um, so yeah, we had probably three people since yeah. then. Because we did the two with the, um Kristen. And yeah, I so I think, what? I mean, I think we've been having a lot of good guests, mm-hmm. good guests. Um, what do you guys think? Let us know in the comments what you thought about them. Um, and it's a little bit weird because it's like we have the opportunity to do it with more guests. However, they don't live in the area. And the fact that some guests have driven over an hour and a half to come over here is like yeah. ridiculous. Like Lexi came from, you know, New York. Yeah. Um. We have some other people who are coming from far as well, but it's like, you know, it's a drive for them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm super grateful that they are coming over here, but getting people on the podcast is a little struggle just because of the location. Yeah. I think if we were in a popular city like New York, LA, of course, right? Um, and I know that there are studios out, out there, like, you know, what the fuck media studios, but yo, it's, it's expensive to be recording one of those studios. Like, you spent close to $200, $300 for yeah. it. Because it's legit. I mean, it's professional, obviously. Uh, but we're not there yet. And anything more, like, I would be sick as fuck if we did have the mm-hmm. opportunity to rent a studio. And then the guest and then is whack. And yeah, not even that the guest is whack, but that we don't even have a guest. Like, a guest doesn't show up. Oh, shit. yeah, that's scary. And I've seen that happen or, like, they show up late. Like, you can't be late to these studios because other people are recording in there as well. Um, yeah. The studio that we went to to record with Horrible deci- Decisions with Mandy Studio, Jesse Reyes was um, a guest there. And on some other podcasts, which is so crazy. Like I didn't even know that. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I thought I sent you a picture, but yeah, someone was. Um, they had like a podcast episode, and Jesse Re- Jesse Reyes was a was a um, guest on the podcast, and she took a picture where we took a picture. I'm sick as hell. I wasn't there. Right? Imagine we were there on the same day. It would have been too much. Ooh, that would have <laughs> been my third time meeting her, <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna see her again. Um, yeah, by the time this comes out. Yeah, probably already saw us. Yeah. Because we see people in concerts when we go. So maybe mm-hmm. we'll, we'll run into somebody. Um, but yeah, so what are we going to talk about today? All right. So I want to get into the conversation of serial dating, y'all. Let's really fucking talk about the toxicity, y'all. Mm-hmm. Let's really get into it. Because we really don't realize, like, people just be out here moving and grooving. Like, this 
generation is so superficial. It's like crazy to me. Mm-hmm. It's like everybody wants to be loved or be in this, you know, um, like idealistic relationship Mm -hmm. and nobody really is about it Mm -hmm. you know so that's why i wanted to get into this Mm -hmm. excuse me so like what is serial dating to you babe you have an idea it sounds like serial killer (laughs) so it sounds like you just keep doing the same thing like you keep on and on and on you just keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it um have you ever had a time in your life where you were like a serial dater? Girl, I think we're all guilty of serial dating. Uh-huh. Um, because I think after your first relationship, at least for me, it was just like free bands, yo. I'm out here, mm-hmm. uh, I'm getting to know people. And I think once you get into that point in your life where like you're getting to know people, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a high getting to know new people, different mm-hmm. people than what you're used to. Right. Um, that I think it kind of pushes you in the direction to where you start just dating people yeah. on and on and on. Yeah. Um, and I'm very guilty of ghosting people. In oh, you'll be ghosting people. In my younger days, yeah. Oh, yeah. no, girl. But I mean, <laughs> that's the shit that I'm people was doing anyway. I've been ghosted. So, so, you, so you would go on dates and then you didn't like the date and then you would okay, ghost so, them. So, so, no, I wasn't that ignorant. Okay, so, okay. here's the thing, though. Anything that I've um, gotten into or, like, have done, and I hate to say it, again, we're all fucking guilty of it. I don't care. Um, is like you do what's been done to you type mm-hmm. shit. Oh yeah. So you know, I've been ghosted. I've happened to ghost. Yeah. I've been played. I've happened to play. Like uh-huh. you know. And unfortunately, the people on the receiving end of yeah. the fuckery happens to be the better people, like the good people who kind of don't deserve the shit. But because mm-hmm. you got fucked over in the one before, you know, it's kind of like your payback, yeah. which bites us in the ass. But mm-hmm. um, but no, I haven't gone on a date and ghosted people. Um, I think like I just gradually get into a position where I ghost people. Yeah. Where it's like I would date them at first, mm-hmm. um, and kind of like get to know them, and because for for the most part, I've been fortunate enough to meet good people where mm-hmm. I actually enjoyed their company, and um, it was just like after some time, I just realized, all right, like. I don't know how much more time I'm going to give mm-hmm. until I feel like I'm some type of invested here, but I just don't think that it's going to work. When do you think it's like an appropriate time to go someone or is it ever appropriate? Like, is I mean, ever I don't right? think ghosting anyone is appropriate, period. Uh-huh. Um, but I think, I don't know that there's an appropriate time either. I would say like, so I've gone out, drank a little bit too much, be giving my numbers to people left and right, right? <laughs> She's um, just way too nice. different when she Like, drunk. I really just love the free drinks. Whatever you want my number, I'll give you my number. Super this flirty when she's drunk. Oh, stop it. Before her, obviously. And then in the morning, like, I will see the text message and I'm like, yeah, never responding to this person. Like, I'm blocking them. I'm like, oh. That dude. makes sense, though. Yeah, that's when it's appropriate to me. Mm-hmm. But I've never been the type of person to ghost somebody because I feel like I'm too honest. Mm-hmm. I've gone on dates with people. That have gone terribly wrong. And the following day or even the night of, I'm like, yeah, this isn't going to work. <laughs> this is not going to work. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to talk about the dates because we're going to leave that for Patreon because I've been on some interesting dates. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just didn't have the heart to just continue ignoring after we had like a couple conversations and maybe like a date or two. I feel like they deserve the right to know. And, and maybe they don't, whatever, but in my eyes, I felt like, you know what? I would want someone to tell me mm-hmm. that they're not fucking with me rather than keep ignoring me and like keep leaving me on red. And I've been ghosted once before. <laughs> and I was like, me, you're ghosting me. <laughs> um, and and I wanted to know why, because I was like, what I thought we was like, I thought everything yeah. was going well. We went on a couple dates, like, what the fuck? And then I asked them and then they were just giving me like some bullshit answers. And I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to dig into it because it, it it was one of those things where it was like, I wanted closure in a sense and they were bullshitting it and mm-hmm. kind of telling me something that um, probably would make me feel better. Like mm-hmm. their excuse was, well, you're, you know, you're in school, you're getting your master's, you're just super busy. Stop making those decisions for, for me. You, right. I know That's- how to manage my time. And if I'm in school and I'm talking to you and dating you, you don't got to worry about how I manage it because I'm I'm making time for you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was bullshit. And I was like, you know what? And they were a Gemini. So I was like, you know what? I feel like <laughs> in my... Now, I, I wasn't like a super ghoster out here because like you said, like I know from experience where, damn, I want to know what I did. Like, mm-hmm. you know, what, what could I have done differently? Like, I hate to be left on a fucking cliffhanger. Um, but... I'm talking like my young, young days, like fucking high school. And that, I guess, that, oh, not that that was that appropriate, but that make like, whatever. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. But I think as I tried to be that person, the older I got, like you said, I, I got caught up in the idea, like, I don't, if I would want the same respect, I would give it. However, I did use the bullshit and I made it more so like vice versa, <laughs> where it was more about my time. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, I'm just super busy. I, I'm, I got I got a lot going on. Yeah, like there was there was always something going on. So yeah. that was kind of like a I need to direct my attention elsewhere, which is why I can't be here. Like you're just better yeah. off not being here type shit. But sometimes that is true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it was. And sometimes I might have taken like it wasn't that I wasn't going through shit, but I might have taken advantage of the shit that i was dealing with to detach from certain mm-hmm. situations um however even when you detach from people that can't create those bonds with people mm-hmm. and you decide to like all right that's not for me we very quickly end up finding someone else to be involved with and at that right. point i think that that's just when we don't want to be alone mm-hmm. so i got a couple you know, a couple notes here on mm-hmm. serial dating, which I also learned something in looking some of these up. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to read what I have and we can just slide mm-hmm. and glide through there. So for those of you who don't know the exact definition or have any understanding of what serial dating is, a serial dater is someone who dates many people in a short amount of time because they love the feeling of the chase. Basically, they just love love. Mm-hmm. So I have a couple examples of signs that you could potentially look for. However, this may differ Mm -hmm. between people. So this don't work for everybody. A quick couple signs, y'all. One, serial daters like to have long dates early on. Guilty. You like long dates? 
Um, I think with girls, it's just a given. Mm-hmm. Everything's like, long. So I, this could be like a little, maybe this is like a heterosexual thing. Yeah. Like if you go on a long date and it's like a straight, like you're, it's a straight date, heterosexual date, then that's odd. Because I've been on dates with guys and I wouldn't consider them long. There was one date, there was one date that was like super long and I didn't like it. <laughs> I want to say, were you over I it? was over it. I'm like, damn, when they going to leave? Looking at the damn time. Like, damn. Oh, man. Hate that, but yeah, continue. Yeah, no, no. Um, another one is they're always casual, so basically they always chill, like non per, ooh, non personable, mm-hmm. and just like downplaying everything, mm-hmm. like just real, like just always, uh-huh. always casual. Yeah, too cool. Yeah, too Which- cool for school. <laughs> mm. So another one is they always get physical fast. Uh huh. Which, you know, the kissing, the touching, the, like, let's have some sexy time. Like, really quick to the shit. Mm -hmm. Um, Another one is they like to make you jealous. Mm -hmm. They always want to rise out of somebody. Mm -hmm. Like, when you fuck with somebody and they're just like, oh, you know. I feel like with, with people like this, they just want to make you. They like the idea of making people fall for them. Oh, yeah. That's what I get from that. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, why you want to make me jealous? I'm not even your shorty. <laughs> I'm your boo or whatever. Um, another one, I don't know how to say that. So just I'm just going to skip that one. Just say grand. Okay. They make grand statements. Yeah. I've never seen that word. It's, it's something completely different, but I guess it, that's pretty much what it is. Uh-huh. Um, I don't really have an example for that. I'm sorry. I feel like they probably like gas you like all day. Like you're the most beautiful girl I've ever seen in the world. Like like crazy shit like that. Like all this the time. This was the best day I ever had. Yeah. yeah. Like not for nothing, but like, <laughs> like, please cut the shit. So they're the biggest <laughs> bullshitter basically. Uh-huh. And then it goes to you. Boom. Go off the grid. That was the last one. Yeah. So those were like examples. So of these signs, are signs y'all. of serial daters. Yeah. This sounds like signs of fuckboys. <laughs> That's what it's giving. Uh, the fuckboy handbook. That's what it's giving. Yeah. I think this also ties in with um, love bombing, which we talked about in another episode. Mm-hmm. Um, like, briefly. But basically, like, love bombing is, like, when they show you all this love very quickly, very early on, and you feel like, oh, my God, like, this person is perfect. Like, they you know, take you on this, like, extravagant first date. They, like, bring you gifts and things like that. And sometimes it is genuine, but sometimes it's classified as, like, love bombing, where it's, like, they want to do all these things to make you feel like they're the best person that you've ever met, when in reality, they're probably, like, a narcissist. <laughs> I'm not saying it's, it's like, wrong, because it's, like, how do you differ differentiate Um, yeah the two like how do you know if someone's genuine or not Mm -hmm. sometimes you really don't know until like later on which is scary but i think this ties in with it that's the wild part Mm -hmm. so a few other examples that i had which i'm gonna just read them real quick was just again i already said this things happen quickly then wanting to rush whether it's like always seeing each other like the physical aspect of things um but um so basically like when you're with them and then they're all wandering looking for like the next person you know they that's looking yeah. for their next lover what's mm-hmm. that quote i don't know we've the mentioned quote, it before I know you're looking for uh-huh mm-hmm. um they get bored easily they change the topics they talk about other dates or dating online yikes mm-hmm. um they're charming and then 
the dates are short. I've been on the dates. I've been on some dates like this, but I would want to say it was mainly with men. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, like that superficialness. I mm-hmm. feel like guys are just like, all right, cool. Like, I'll get you at my funniness and whatever. But when they're not interested or like mm-hmm. they're not bored, you kind of see like the energy shift. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, you don't feel it doesn't feel as welcoming mm-hmm. and like as, you know. Yeah. So I think, like, that's what makes me think only because, like, I haven't experienced that with women. Like, if I'm on a date with you, regardless mm-hmm. of whether or not um, this is going to go f- anywhere, mm-hmm. I'm still going to be present in the time and in the person that I'm with. And mm-hmm. just, you know. But I guess that also depends on the environment. Because yeah. if you take somebody out and you're, like, like, you go on a date and you're, like, at a club or something or, mm-hmm. like, that shit's weird. Like. Obviously, I can't talk to you, but I'm definitely going to find the next shorty there. Like, Yeah. So we're shit like that. Tragic. Yeah. All right. So I learned something in looking some of this shit up. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of the same thing, but I think that it pertains more um, to women-on-women relationships. And it's called serial monogamy. And I only say that again because not that you know, as women, we don't date, but I think we date with the intentions of having relationships. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's no fucking secret that people, specifically women, Mm -hmm. jump from relationship to relationship. Yeah. You agree? You feel like that? Oh, for sure. Not no shade on us women. You know, again, Mm -hmm. we're guilty of it. It's not saying we can't be alone. And I think like in this I feel like now women are doing a better job, you know, just being alone, mm-hmm. you know, self-loving, taking care of themselves. Um, but I think that that's really hard to kind of grow into when you're always in a relationship or if you're like in your first still long-term relationship, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like when it comes to our first, it's really hard to uh, move forward from that or move away from that because, in the beginning, we're like super pure, right? Mm-hmm. We're our purest. And then we get with someone with these intentions and ideas that it's going to last forever or, you know, like it's just deeper, mm-hmm. I guess, in the beginning. So it's like you want to keep that. And then people just don't know how to be alone, I feel like, because they spent so much time with someone. Yeah. So real quick, I'll give you the definition. A serial monogamous is a person who moves from one romantic relationship to another very quickly, spending little time as possible single. Yeah, I mean, we see that now on social media. Jumping from relationship to relationship, and it amazes me because I just don't know how people do it. Like, I've seen people even, like, close to me do it, and I'm just like, that's cool, I Mm -hmm. get it. I've got into situationships yeah. after, sh- you know, shit. But even after a relationship, I feel like it would take me a long time mm-hmm. to bounce back. Like, to even want to put myself in a space where I need to be in a situationship, where I want to yeah. in- entertain someone else. I think this is important even for people who can't relate to this because... If you notice that the person that you just started talking to or dating, like, you guys start talking about past relationships and you don't notice that they just got a relationship and before that, 
they were like in another relationship. I think that's a like a red flag to like watch out for. Um, this At girl, this point, it's like, what girlfriend are you talking about? Right. Um, this girl that I dated, like we started dating literally like right after her and her girlfriend broke up and then she started dating someone right after me and her were done it was like she will she would not take breaks maybe like a two-week break and she was moving on to the next person already um and, and moving on to straight girls of course <laughs> um so they they were like a serial monogamous where it's like they ended ended a relationship took zero time to heal and just went on to another relationship carrying everything negatively from past relationship into the new relationship which is why we say it's so important to like heal yourself you don't have to be 100% healed like you don't have to be this perfect person I think sometimes it could be a little toxic if you if you try to do all these like self-help things like I've been in, in those shoes. For example, like you try to work out, you try to meditate, you try to read books, you try to like listen to podcasts. Like, try to do everything that's at once. all you do. That's all you do. That's all you focus on. And then when you don't do it, you feel like the fuck am I doing? Like I'm not working on myself. Like I need to go back to that. And that could be a little toxic too. Like you deserve to just chill and like lay down, watch TV, like watch Netflix, watch reality TV, like watch all the shit that they tell you not to do. And sometimes they even take it overboard and they're like, you need to take a cold shower. <laughs> and like, no, we don't got to do a cold shower. Girl, I, like I was listening to podcasts and they would oh. and they would be like, yeah, like take a cold shower. Like you got to take a cold shower. Like the craziest things that they would make, work out two times a day. Like you, it's fine if you work out three times a week. You mm-hmm. don't got to work out two times a day. I, and that's why I came and relate with these challenges. Like. I started, we started going back to the gym and stuff, but like my, I, I was talking my to my dad about it and he was like, it's good that you're going to the gym, but like, don't overdo it. Cause you always do that. And like, I would go crazy at the gym, log my meals, log all my protein. And then I would get burnt out mm-hmm. cause I keep doing the same thing. And like your body needs something different at times. So, yeah. um, you don't have to be a hundred percent. Well, I think like the whole self love and mm-hmm. like trying to like grow from the fucking disaster you just went through after being in a relationship i think it's essential like we talk about it a lot we always say you know give yourself time you know get into hobbies that you used to love or find a new hobby that you you know will get you into a better um, mental space but mm-hmm. in all reality like you said like od in that shit i don't know if it's like a because we want a sense of control mm-hmm. in our life, being as though you couldn't control most of the shit that happened mm-hmm. in a relationship. But also, is it that we just want to one-up, you know, our ex-person? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, well, I got to hurry up and be the best version of me so they can see how fucked up it is for them to do what they had did, you know? Mm-hmm. So that they can fucking regret the shit that they did. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Initially, you want to do those things like you want to lose weight, you want to look better, you want to be financially thriving or like partying, living your best life and letting the world see. But ultimately, your target is your ex. Yeah. Um, It's like that. It don't got to be like that. Like it has to be for us. I think know? everything could get OD. Mm-hmm. Like you could overdo a lot of things. You could overdo going to the gym and hurting yourself. Yeah. Um, and at that point in my life, I was trying to heal and stuff like that. 
I was going to CrossFit in the morning, like 5 a.m., 6 a.m., walling out. I was also doing, I was fasting. So that means that I was, I wasn't eating from like 8 p.m. or like 6 p.m. until 12 p.m. the next day. Mind you, I'm like working out in the morning. Over, like literally overdoing it. And to the, I got so skinny, like skinnier than I've ever seen myself. Um, I mean, I felt cute, whatever. It is what it is. But then I look at old pictures and I'm like, yeah, I'm, damn, I overdid it a little bit. And people don't tell you that. Because you're just sitting this high, like, girl, I'm working out. Mm -hmm. I'm going to the gym. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I'm living my best. Like, I'm right. looking better than ever. And it's just like, you know, there's there's always going to be a different version of us as as we continue to, like, get older. Mm -hmm. But like she was saying, you know, it's real easy to get caught up in that, in that um, stage where you're overdoing it. You know, you got to be patient. Let things happen. You'll get to those goals eventually at some point, mm -hmm. but don't don't overdo it for sure. All right, so I'm just gonna go over. I got a few signs for serial monogamy too. So for those of you who may not recognize some of the the red flags or mm -hmm. know that potentially you are this kind of person, you know it's something to think about. So one is struggling to stay single. Of course, people don't like to be alone. Uh, they always need the company of a person. Um, another one is difficulty with self-esteem, boredom, or like I said, loneliness when single. Inability to, le to leave a relationship without a new potential partner lined up. Ooh, that should make me tight. That's tragic. <laughs> that should make really tight because people really do that. Mm -hmm. People really be like, all right, this is about to end or all right, I'm about to end this because I got another person on the side waiting. Like, I hate that shit, but... I'm going to keep going before I fucking get off topic again. Uh, feeling easily bored or restless in a relationship. That's when you stop giving a fuck. <laughs> um, looking for a new relationship as soon as your current one ends or just before a breakup. Shady bitch. Uh, and relationships quickly becoming very serious or intense. No shade. The... <laughs> this Like, okay... I don't think people realize, like, the disrespect or the shady shit that they do. Um, now, like for me, I'm not I'm not a person that's easily disrespected. Like, I just feel like I, I try to let shit just, like, be what it is, right? Uh -huh. Of course, when you disrespect it, you won't, you won't let somebody know. Mm -hmm. um, so, I think sometimes I take things lightly, but it's like, at some point, you can't take everything lightly. In my situation, I experienced being with someone, stopped the whole situation, and then literally the person had the nerve to have pictures of me on their Instagram, and then right over top of our pictures were pictures of them with their new person. I hate when people do that. And and it's crazy because the person that, that they were they were so gassed to be posting mm -hmm. was a shorty she didn't even end up with like she yeah. ended up realizing the shorty was crazy and like dubbed her yeah so it wasn't even like your long-term shorty it was just somebody you was hype mm -hmm. with at the time and it's like i take my posts like serious <laughs> like my instagram posts i take serious if i post you if i give you a little bit of my story you're very lucky but if i go out of my way to put an entire post of you to stay there for people to go back and look at. Right. That's some that's some real shit, right? Right. That holds a little bit of value. 
Yeah, but so, other people will be like, it's not even that serious. It's like, you know, they were part of my life. And like, you know, I could keep those memories. No, 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 no. You want to keep those memories, keep them fucking memories in a closet somewhere to your fucking self. <laughs> I don't think that. And, and at the time, I was just like, that's corny. You're fucking playing me. I don't know how people are okay with that. Like, I don't. it's just not me. Like, I would be like, yeah, that's weird. Like archive the pictures. You ain't even gotta delete. Yeah, them. like it don't gotta be open to but the public. Like, what is this? Yeah. Like what kind of one? Okay, you don't care that you look stupid on your own profile. Fine, but don't make other people look stupid. Yeah. Don't make her look stupid. Mm-hmm. Don't make me look dumb. Right. Like I can't do nothing. That's your fucking profile. Right. But your partner that you're currently with, come yeah. on, do better. Do yeah. Better. Yep. I, Tragic. That's why I don't be posting people. I'll just be to myself. Yeah, I, I really never bitch. really post to people either, so I can't talk. That's Other a, than you. That's a... <laughs> I was about to say, that's a serious commitment, but it's not a serious commitment. I just feel like, you know, I I tend to be a little bit more thoughtful in the shit that I share and the people that I share on my um, social media. Some is mostly because, you know, people on my social media be weird as fuck. And then also at the same time, it's like, mm, is that person really deserving of being on my social media? Mm-hmm. And honestly, I've had some weird shit happen on social media where you post someone and other motherfuckers is hopping in their DMs. Mm-hmm. And now you got people that you used to talk to, talking to people that you are talking to or mm-hmm. just weird dynamics. So mm, just be a little bit more thoughtful is all I'm saying tragic yeah but that's it i don't know i don't remember where that topic came from either but yeah <laughs> we're just full of well it's not really off topic but yeah i forget how i started that's my fucking point <laughs> anyway yeah that's all i got for my serial serial monogamy i can't even say it girl i can never say that word that's yeah. why i don't i don't say it monogamy so you want to be a lover boy or a lover girl do your thing but stop it Stop it with the back to back, okay? Take a little break. Yeah, Just I know break. you're tired. I would be tired. Yeah, facts. <laughs> All right. Well, that's done. Now okay. we want to get into a family meeting because I got a little look at it, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's giving juicy. So, in our previous, not our previous podcast, was it our previous podcast? Whatever, it doesn't matter. We have posted on TikTok someone who sent us a question and basically it was like um, that she wanted to use a strap on her girl. However, her girl was against it. However, her girl also used to use straps with her exes. So she was just confused as to like, why can't you use, why can't you use a strap with me, but you've used them with your exes? And we responded to her kind of like explaining our side, whatever. It got a lot of attention on TikTok for whatever reason. So they followed up and they said, so I've already asked you guys the question about a strap on your last video. But to follow that up, what if she did like it in the past from other people and she has told you about it but still won't do that with you? So therefore, she liked getting strapped in her previous relationships, but she's still not willing to do so in this relationship. First of all, I just want to say your contacts are immaculate. What you you could read that. Oh, yeah, girl. My contacts. I mean, I'm, I'm over- the one with 2020 and I low-key feel like maybe it's just the way that the screen is set up because I, I could hardly read that. Anyway, 
Sit down, friend. Let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm not gonna lie. I'd probably be asking these questions too. You know, um, I hate to say it, but in a sense, in the way your partner talks about their past, that's kind of all we not all we have. Um, but that's like what we can take away from like what it is that you want or don't want. Mm-hmm. Um, things change. You know, what she may have liked before, it's okay for her not to like now, mm-hmm. just as if you did or didn't like something. Um, so don't take that away from your partner. If she doesn't like it, she doesn't like it. But I definitely think that she should be giving you an exam. I mean, a explanation at least, like, why don't you like it? Like, what's, what's the issue? Is it a me thing? Is it a you thing? Like, I, I don't know. I think I'd just be asking questions because yeah. I think at that point, we're just, we kind of get into our heads like, mm-hmm. well, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I different? Yeah. Because then I could understand that the person who submitted this question feels like she just doesn't want me to do it. Mm-hmm. She don't trust me to do it. Yeah. She think I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Right. She's not confident in my sex skills. <laughs> Yeah. That's what I would think. Right. It'd be, it'd be a little insulting. Uh-huh. It'd be a little insulting because it's just like, okay, like, what the fuck? Like you said, like, mm-hmm. so you just think, like, I'm just not about that life? Or or is it that you don't want to go through the beginning stages of it? Mm-hmm. Because I, I don't remember if you if this person mentioned previously in the yeah, last question if, if it was their first time as well actually mm-hmm. handling um a strap, but... Then I feel like, okay, if it's your first time handling a strap, it, it's definitely going to be some time before it's actually enjoyable, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say some time. It really depends on how quick of a learner you are. Um, but I can understand that maybe. But if you know what you're doing, yeah, then let's talk about it. Why we not? Like, what's yeah. good? But I also think it's okay for you to not like it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, yeah, right. Or like. That's respectable. Like, you sh- we should be able to respect those requests from my partner. Yeah. They're not always going to like something from every person, you know? Just because mm-hmm. it was a previous situation doesn't mean it has to be a present situation, you know? Yeah. So, we just have to respect that. Um, Like we said, it's a conversation. Ask yeah. her why. What is it? You know? How can we potentially change that? If she's not willing to change her mind, then it, that just has to be something that you respect. Yeah. Can't you can't peer pressure someone, you know. Mm-mm. All right, well, I hope that answers her question. All right, next one. I was talking to someone and I really liked her, but she made a rape joke, so I cut her off. I have only known her for 2 months. It hurt me to stop talking to her, but I felt it was a boundary I had to set. I'm a rape survivor and it really triggered me. I also work with victims, so like why would you say that part of me regrets not having part of me regrets not having her not giving jesus christ part of me regrets not giving her a chance to talk about it but at the same time it's 2022 would you have cut someone off of that you know i will cut them off she yeah she mm. i could care less girl she got a hundred million different types of scissors in her people off for for less like (laughs) things that aren't this bad um 
I don't know if she knew that you were a rape survivor, but at the end of the day, it's nothing to joke about. I don't, I don't like shit like that. Like you said, it's 2022. Um, I, I'm familiar and I have people in my life who have been rape survivors. So I take that seriously and I, I would cut her off as well. So don't feel bad for that. Like, <laughs> honestly, if this, if, if you cut her off for this, like, let's say, let's say she didn't say the joke, there was going to be something else that probably pissed you off. Like, I don't know. There was probably going to be something else. Maybe you guys just really weren't meant to be. So don't feel bad. That's my take mm-hmm. on it. What do you think? I just feel like, um, she had, you guys been talking for two months. Does she not know that you deal with these things like i can understand her not knowing your situation mm-hmm. personally potentially if it was too early for you guys to have that conversation but you just said you also work with victims so wouldn't that be something that she kind of knew that like, it wouldn't be a joke that you would take lightly you know i just think that was that was fairly careless you know if she was really you know trying to fuck with you i think she would be a little bit more careful about the things she would say mm-hmm. but it's i don't think it was bad for you to cut her off i guess only because you got like you said you had to set boundaries and yes 2022 but we it's also like know what the fuck you're saying but at the same time people just say whatever the fuck they want and the difference in that like being the person that where you're like, yo, be careful what the fuck you're saying. If you're gonna have somebody who's gonna talk their shit, hold them accountable. And that's all that you did. You held them accountable for something that you didn't think was okay. If you would have let that slide, it would have just been like, all right, well now I can't say shit around you. And it might have been her cutting you off now. Like, right? It could have went any. It could have went any which way. Um, but. You well, do you think this person? Do you think this person deserves a second chance? I don't know. I I can't give that mm-hmm. um, answer. That's definitely up to you. I'm asking because I know you like to give people second chances. I do. Uh-huh. I do. I try to be nice. Um, I try to give people the benefit the benefit of the doubt, mm-hmm. only because we are. I don't want to say very quick um, with just going what we feel mm-hmm. or like, you know, taking shit and leaving it. Um, but I think that sometimes not everybody deserves, you know, the strings cut, mm-hmm. you know, immediately. Sometimes people really don't know what they're doing and it's just up to you or what they're saying. And it's, sometimes it is up to us to be... Um, to educate them. Yeah. In a sense. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I feel like um I'm a little like um on the fence with that because it's like, why do we have to be the voice? Like why do we have to educate you? Like Google is free. <laughs> so it's like why do we have to be the voice of like all rape survivors or like why do we have to be the voice of all Latinas? Why do we ha- you know, it's just, mm-hmm. it, it, it gets frustrating after a point, I feel like, trying to educate people, and it's kind of like you keep repeating yourself, and, you know, they have their view, you have your views, they thought it was a joke, you thought it wasn't funny, mm-hmm. so I feel like, in a sense, when you do try to give people a second chance, and you do try to educate them, it's kind of like talking to a wall, 
Yeah, like I don't think it, it's your responsibility mm-hmm. to guide everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think, you know, that that's just based off of our discretion, you know, who's worth the being that voice or worth the education mm-hmm. and who's not. And we don't know until yeah. we do it or we don't do it. Yeah. Um, so it's not like something I would do all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't give everybody fucking chances. Yeah. But, you know, some I think some things are just maybe worth the chance and some maybe not. Yeah. But this one, I don't know. That's hard. That's that's a very touchy situation. That's not even something that I would joke about, especially in a two-month time span of talking to somebody because I really don't even know your type of yeah. joking style, you know? I don't know right, what you consider, true. like, okay yeah. to say and not okay. So that's a really hard situation, and, and that would really have to be up to you whether or not it's worth giving that another chance. Right. That's it. Yep, that's all. All right. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Bye. Deuce, deuce, mother goose.